0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Bowhunter Chronicles podcast brought to you by Tacticam. Tacticam is by far the easiest way to begin filming your hunts. Whether it's the budget-friendly solo or the 4K 5.0, Tacticam has something for everyone. Check them out at Tacticam.com. This year we're also working with Spartan Forge. Spartan Forge is machine learning for the deer woods. It uses military-grade technology to pattern deer using billions of data points from collard deer studies, insurance information, all sorts of different things. But one of the other things that it uses is some incredible imagery. The layers that Spartan Forge use have uh, different times of the year, uh, different foliages, and uh, it is really incredible to look at the areas that you hunt through these images when we're used to seeing with uh, the other mapping softwares what they are offering and if you go back to the episode that we did with Bill uh, about a month or so ago uh, on there he talks about the ability uh, coming down the pike to add your own imagery so if you have If you want winter imagery, if you want other things to add to these areas, you're going to be able to do that. You can check that out at SpartanForge.ai, and that is back out of beta. It is on the App Store for Apple and the Play Store for Google. and You you can check them out at SpartanForge.ai. I believe you can still sign up through the website using code BOWHUNTERS, and you can save 25% there. SpartanForge.ai. AI. follow along with them on social media. They're giving away a couple of different hunts. Uh, they've given away, they did a veterans hunt and then they did one with uh, Taylor Chamberlain and then one with Shirk's uh, guide service. So check them out. Really like working with those guys. And we've got a bunch of big things coming up for uh, 2022. I think we're going to wait to announce all of that till everything is up and running. But some big changes are coming for our podcast and uh we're real excited about those uh, just ironing out the final details uh, real quick we got to give some shout outs to Adam Hudson just killed a giant buck in West Virginia and Brad Collins is still getting after it down there in Tennessee Kentucky I don't know. He works in one and lives in the other. Uh, check him out at BDS Outdoors, but he's still putting in the time, putting in work. And uh, congrats to those guys on some great deer that they just harvested. there. are two of our Patreons. Two new Patreons Anthony Recipco out of Ashtabula, Ohio. And then also Brad Shook from Hamilton, Michigan, right here, not too far from us. Really appreciate the support. Uh, Patreon is basically. Uh, crowdfunding for creators Um, it allows us to try out different gear it allows us to bounce ideas for the podcast off of uh, guys that are following along and are vested in this show and uh, I send out a note to each one of them saying you know this is their show they are now the program directors if there's something they want to hear about you know that's where we go for ideas for the show um, like i say these guys are vested in in helping us be able to host the show run the show do the website all of that and we give back with quarterly giveaways and we're going to try and do some more uh, giveaways here coming up for uh, 2022 maybe to a monthly level or, or something a little bit more frequently uh, but we do giveaways with our partners so um, Tacticam uh, is giving away one of their cameras. We have uh, Spartan Forge gives uh, a subscription to their service. Uh, Our friends over at Zinger Fletchings, they give away one of their test packs uh, to let you shoot those. Uh, Really enjoy shooting those. And then we put in whatever we think is relevant. And uh, we're going to be doing a pack episode. Uh, We're going to be doing a video pack episode. So you guys can check out some of the packs. I think that's one of the questions that we get most often. And I did just get in an Everly Stock X2 pack that we're going to be giving away. Um, And then I had forgotten that uh, you guys wanted us to give away a back tension or tension release. So we're going to be giving away, I think it's going to be a Carter Evo. Um, John did just order one of the Ultra View. Hinge releases, uh, but collectively we thought it wouldn't be nice to give you guys a hinge. We'd have Patreons with broken eyes or broken noses and black eyes and things like that. But we do do giveaways, and then we've got swag that we sent out. I just ordered more stickers, more koozies, and uh, for Brad and Anthony, I'm getting those uh, shirts shipped out tomorrow. But uh, here we are going in. This is going to launch the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, Everybody get out make those traditions whether it's just time with the family whether my family's all headed up to deer camp and uh, we're going to be we're going to be doing that but you know enjoy your holiday hopefully this podcast finds you well it's just frank john and i going over um, how our season's been going um so far and uh, we appreciate every single one of you you know talk about thanksgiving giving thanks we're thankful for every single one of you guys If you're interested in Patreon, you can check that out at patreon.com forward slash Bill Chronicles podcast or check out the link in our Instagram or on the website. Uh, if not, just tell somebody about it, go ahead and leave us a review. If you would, that definitely helps us. Um, but other than that, thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the episode. All right. The gang's all here. We got, uh, John, Uncle Frank, and myself just kind of a good recap what's what's been going on with our uh our hunting season so far you know like Frank is usually like all over it you know hunting 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 and i you know for for myself with uh going out west and and coming back and trying to hunt and John's got a new job and like there's a whole lot of whole lot of life but we got some some stories uh kind of a to kind of catch up on and uh it's it's been it's been eventful I won't say that it hasn't been but uh so what's been what's been going on with your hunting John? I think last time we talked you weren't you hunted a couple times or something. I only hunted a
1: couple more times since then. <laughs> I mean it's just been busy. I've been busy
0: as hell but but well, you made them count, right? I mean, yeah. you didn't. So, uh, John hadn't shot anything. I, I hit one, and you know, got had to get a dog and didn't recover it. But we'll uh, we'll get to that. Uncle Frank has a ended the five year drought, or however the hell long it's been. Hasn't shot one since he was in his fifties. Get out <laughs> of here, dude. Fifty, my ass. Forties, <laughs> <Yeah. 40s. laughs> shit. But. uh but I think like your, your scenario, John, and, and so I, I hunt a lot more with Frank than I do with John. I'm only hunted deer hunted with you uh, a handful of times, especially in Michigan. I've hunted right. more with you out of state, state than, <laughs> than I have uh, here in Michigan. But, um, you always have like the, I guess let's go through like your approach uh to hunting because you're on a very like truncated timetable i feel like and so you're in a, a very good example of like doing the best to like make your hunt <laughs> yes <laughs> yes make my hunts count make yeah. your hunts yeah. count make, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes
1: yes yeah so well especially well in the last past few years i was always kind of hunting for my son whatever and then i get out and do whatever but this year well, like I always procrastinate, don't go out and do my scouting, you know, before a season. So then I just kind of play it by ear as I go out. I just check out certain spots that I kind of know. And then like this year I checked out a new spot and I found some good sign, but it kind of looked, it didn't look like mature buck sign to me. And so I, the few hunts I did have, so I hunted that spot three times. Like it was like late getting in there kind of late. The first two times, so I didn't really get back in where I wanted to go. I was kind of observation. And then finally got in, had a good sit, got in real early, and seen the buck that was kind of in the area. I mean, one of them. And it was just like a little six or eight point, nothing, you know, huge. And so I was like, well, I gave it one more sit. I left my stuff in the stand or in the tree that night hunted again the next morning and uh didn't see anything else so i uh it <clears throat> was kind of like crunched on time but i knew of a spot it was fairly close that but i haven't been up there in a, well probably two years and so but i know it gets it's good i've really scouted it you know scouted in season late season post season the past year so kind of know the area layout where where the doe's bed and found some you know good buck buck sign and stuff in in the past and i'm like well i haven't been up there or anything but i'm going to give it a little you know give it a shot so i got up in there and it was kind of funny like my wife was she's like well I, you know, she's like, knew I was going to hunt that day. But then she's like, well, are we going to make dinner? I'm like, well. Well, uh, that,
0: that that was the day that I had hit this yeah." This so, so John's over here looking at reviewing video footage for me. And he's like, well, I got to go. And he's like, keep your dogs away from me. You're like all concerned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
1: I hunted, that was, a, you know, I hunted that spot in the morning. And then, then I was like, well, I got to figure out where I'm going to go. Cause then by the time I left here, I was like, I wanted to go up north, either up by my property or a spot close to there and i was like no nah,
0: i don't i want to get back to your property so don't let me forget that
1: but so i i'm like i don't want to you know risk it getting in late and just doing another rush hunt so that's why i picked a spot closer to home figured well at least there i'd get in in a good time and then check it out
0: And, uh, and tell us what this property this place that you've scouted extensively and like where you ended up like how does it how does it lay out so it's, it's a, a big
1: chunk of public. It's got a big, huge hardwoods bridge area, you know, big, big hardwoods plot. Then it kind of comes down to a creek bottom and then the creek bottom gets out. And then the South side of it is, is private. <clears throat> the South side of the marsh is private, but then it's, it's kind of horseshoe shape. And then there's some school pines up on the North side and well years ago I used to hunt like the pines and stuff like it was like oh I'm gonna get up here you'd see sign and you had poultries for your climber (laughs) exactly but it was like I'd always hear stuff out in the marsh and then after you know you know doing starting this podcast and everything that's when I started going really scouting and actually walking through that I actually walked it the one year with my snowshoes on and you know in late season and walked right out through all that stuff and that's when I really kind of figured out the layout and so <clears throat> i went up in and like just after you get out like you, i have to cross the creek to get over to where i'm going <clears throat> cross the creek get up and then as you get it's like that transition line it comes down all the kind of the pines and hardwoods and then you get that the red brush and then there's some little gnarly stuff and then you get that underbrush where like where the deer are going to bed and so I knew where like a doe bedding area was in the past so I get down in there and sure enough all kinds of bedding but it didn't look real fresh but there was a couple runways going out into the marsh out towards this little island and stuff that looked like there was maybe a few sets of fresh tracks. so at that point I'm like well this is gonna be my best bet i need to get but you know by the time I'm walking in doing all that, i'm like i need to get in a tree but it was kind of like in faults uh dating the ugly chick or whatever <laughs> it was one of those trees where i could only get two sticks up and uh but i was i mean i was it was a all or nothing situation where I had pretty much one shot to my left and it was like maybe 10 yards and then one shot to my right that was around 15 to 20 there was an opening and like well so I'm sitting there and then I'm thinking about what my wife was saying and then you had shot that buck in the morning and you said that you're you know you're gonna have the dog out there at eight o'clock I'm like well, I, I just kind of like didn't have
0: real confidence in the spot just, these- just just real quick with that like without having like confidence in the spot, like what made you get up the tree there? Like, was it the previous scouting that you had had in there yeah. or like what? Because like, I find myself in that position a lot where it's like, I, I'll walk in. Well, it happened to me last Saturday and like I could have shot, a could have shot a deer out of the, the tree that I walked right to. And then I was like, it's too open right here. Like I need to be right on the edge of the thick. And then I ended up getting in there too far. And then when it got daylight, I'm like, well, I'm on the wrong side of the thick. I mean, I'm downwind of bedding, like right up against it, but all the runways stopped out there. You know what I mean? And, and so like. That I, should tell you something. <laughs> so where I was go then, on your first,
1: I, your I knew as I thought. Th- I knew I was at the point. If I went any farther, I was. If there was something You're gonna in that them. section, I was going to bump them. Yeah. So that's why I was like, "But you didn't turn
0: around and go." Nope. To, I didn't. I didn't go anywhere else. I'm like, but why not? Like, what? Why didn't you like back out and go to another?
1: Because that was like the best. My that was going to be the top spot in that area for me. Like, if I was going to leave. I was just going to go back to the truck and just not hunt at that point. So that's why I was like, well, you know, it's not really the sign I wanted to see, you know, but there was some fresh tracks on a couple of those runways. So that's why I was like, well, I'm going to get up this tree. And at that point it was your best option. Exactly. You know. And so that's when while I was sitting there, I'm like, man, I mean, this spot just looks awesome. But it was just kind of like the thing that was just eating at me was like it wasn't, like the fresh sign I was hoping to find normally right up above that it's all tore up and scraped but that's it's like the area where they're in there at dark you know so I was trying to get down on that edge where I would you know it'd be like a closing time shot and so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about you know your deer and my wife and make I'm like like, and it was just after the time change so you know now it's getting sunsets at like I think it was like 538 or something that night. And so I'm sitting there and thinking it's like 530 I Hadn't seen nothing. And then the people, there's a couple like little houses that are off on the South side of this marsh and I can see them, you know, they are ways off, but they're out shooting guns and stuff. And at one point I was like kind of ducking behind the tree. Like, <laughs> man, I hope these people aren't shooting out in the marsh, you know, like they can't see me. And, but, So anyway, I got all this shit going through my head and it was 5.30. I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to get down. If I get down right now, I get out of here, you know, real quick. And when it's still daylight, get home, make dinner. And then I can, you know, catch up with you and help you track that buck. And, uh, like, no, I can't do it. I gotta, I just gotta sit. So I'm like, it was. I think it was, it was almost quarter two. I mean, so sun had set. I think we had a few more, you know, minutes, and uh, I was like, maybe it was twenty-two. Anyway, I was like, screw it. I hooked my bow up. I sent it down. And normally, I just throw my rope off so I don't get tangled up going down. But I left it hooked on me. And then put my pack. I packed everything up. Put my pack on. Hooked in my lineman. Unhooked from my tether. And as soon as I did that, all of a sudden I hear. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch deer out in the cattails like son of a bitch <laughs> so I'm like uh, I'm looking out there and so I couldn't see him yet and then all of a sudden I hear burr, burr. I'm like oh shit it's a buck so <laughs> I'm grab my bow rope, I pull my bow back and then well, it's only like nine feet anyway. So. Yeah. Thank you. you could have reached <laughs> down and grabbed it, dude. <laughs> Get it up. Well, I reached left. down and grabbed my bow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and normally, I put my release in my bino harness, but I had our, like, in the middle, of, like, getting everything packed up, I just took my release off my bow and I threw it in my front pocket. Well, everyone knows, like, when you're in your, in your saddle and you put your lineman's belt on, well, anyways, mine, it, like, covers your pocket so now I'm like and that's all I'm in is my lineman and I'm like shit I'm trying to dig around and I can't get my hand in my pocket finally you know I get adjusted I get my release out clip it on and they're out there for a few more minutes just running around I can hear them chasing and then all of a sudden I'm like looking and it's starting you know I can still see my pins it's still you know legal shooting light and everything I'm like I see the cattails moving and like holy shit, that aren't, those aren't cattails. Those was his horns, you know, and they come out. And it was probably, it was definitely the biggest buck in Michigan I've ever seen in the woods. It was the biggest buck I've ever seen in the woods anywhere except for, the you know, your buck. You know, the buck I seen the year before you shot it, which I guarantee it was the same buck. But I'm, I had him at 17 yards broadside sitting there, but I was already tagged out. All I had was a doe tag, so... And then I didn't even video it right. But, uh, so he's, he's on that runway and I'm like, oh, it's going to happen. You know, he's, that was the runway he had to be on and he's going to come out right underneath me and he's coming out steady, just, but then I can hear the doe. She's out on the other paralleling runway to the South. And, but he's steady, just coming and all of a sudden he gets right. He's like, not even 10 yards. And he stops right there, and he three more steps. I would have been able to have a clear shot, but it would have been like one of your shots, like frontal through the yeah. neck kind of yeah. thing, hey, but, collarbone, yeah, yeah, collarbone. But I was gonna let him have it with I'm that like arrow good shots because um. I got them alien broadheads, huh. and those things are you know wicked sharp after I sharpen them up and the heavy arrow. They're almost six hundred grains, so I would no doubt that it would have went through them. But he stopped because that doe was dinking around over there. And so he's like looking over, looking over, looking over. I'm like, no, just keep coming this way. And sure enough, he turns and starts, you know, to go to the south right through the thick shit. So at that point, I'm still in my lineman. I didn't hook back into my tether. So I had one opening right over to my right where he was going to. And so... I have to pick my bow around the tree. So as I do that, I like start drawing my bow as it's way up, you know, to do it like all in one motion. And that's one thing I'm shooting my PSE with the, the knock on elevate rest. And I didn't put the full capture back on. So it just has the half horseshoe or whatever. And As I'm going up and over and drawing back, the arrow like falls off the whale tail and like kind of goes underneath it at half draw. So now I'm flicking the arrow like, and I flick it up on there and then get the full draw. But at the same time, like he's steady going towards that doe. And he never even, you know, even if I would have been a hundred percent ready, there was no shot. He just went through that one little opening and then it was really thick brush. And uh, I was like, son of a bitch. And I was still like, he got over into a, a a brush a little bit farther to the right and there was like a possible shooting opportunity over there if it would have been like perfect light and I was still thinking about it, but he stopped underneath that dark bush and then just kind of, I don't know if he'd seen, heard some commotion while I was doing the, you know, the finger flick on the rest. <laughs> ting to-ting, yeah. to-ting, to-ting, to-ting. Like, hey, hey, hey. No, <laughs> but uh, he kind of looked my way and then just kind of, Bounded off straight away, just few hops, and then the doe was. She never spooked or anything. She just just doing her thing, and he just just turned and act like nothing happened. Just went after her. I was like son of a bitch. I was like, I had a hard time sleeping that night because, I mean, it was so cool seeing it. Like I'm like all that old scouting paid off. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, here I was second guessing myself. Like on the situation, but it was just enough sign. Of course, a hot doe, you know, that was the thing too. It was like, in the past I would sit, even after I had scouted it, the last two times I had hunted it, I had stayed like, cause there was no real good trees and shot opportunities in there, you know, but it was like, so I'd stayed back, you know, or shot, you know, shooting. For your climber or like No, I was general. in my... I was in my Was that my climber? I must have been. I hadn't, no, I had my XOP. Okay. But yeah, definitely wouldn't have been in the XOP in that tree (laughs) because, like I said, it was the ugly chick tree. Sorry for all the ugly chicks out there, but. uh, Plenty of trees for them. Plenty of trees. (laughs) But you find the right guy, hey. Uh, Yeah. But so when I had sat like off up on that ridge and stuff, I always seen does going in and out there. That was another thing. It's like, you know, we're getting close to the rut. Those does are going to do what they want to do. And especially they're heading what they normally do in that spot is they'd head over, then they'd cross the creek. And then especially if there's a good mass crop, because it's a ton of hardwoods off to the west of there. They, you know, they just go out there and feed, feed out no hardwoods at night. But I was like, well, it was cool but it would have been even cooler if I would have arrowed him. <laughs> but,
0: and so you haven't been back there hunting that spot.
1: No, I did. So I went back. That was the last time I had. So um, last Saturday night, I got I got to sneak out again. And so I ended up right in that same area, but I went, I got, I came back a little bit. There's one, one tree a little bit like, better and I up, it was like a six
0: not a not, not <laughs> a four
1: quite the ugly chick you, probably, you know you could get three sticks of, in it you know. <laughs> no i no that was the thing so i'd get up higher in that one so i got up higher i got all the way up i used both i mean i stretched it out and had all four sticks up as high as i could go so you actually had to use your bow rope then, for you yeah i had my bow rope yeah all the way yeah, and you, you couldn't reach just reach down, it. down and grab it but um, so that night i'm sitting there And of course, you know, that was the 13th. So there's guys driving around, and and I seen headlights up in the woods, you know, on the other side over there. So, you know, gun hunters are out getting their spots ready for the. And also, maybe they'd push something, but. So, but I'm, as I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, I better check my camera, but my property. And sure enough, it's like the three, I just get the thing and the, there's a decent buck on my property. I'd probably shoot him and uh he's there right and right in front of my camera at like 323
0: or something did, so have you did you see any deer or anything that day I did not see any deer so that was my question I'm glad you circled back to to that deer on your property because like with truncated timetable and now with the advent of Cell cameras, like you have this deer on your property every day, yeah, and you're not up there. It's an hour and a half drive, yeah, an hour, not but, quite an hour and a half, but yeah, hour and twenty minutes, yeah. yeah. So to get up there, but I mean, it is it just like it would be like such a slam dunk that it or like it does it doesn't like get your blood up or it seems too easy, like no, it was just the, I mean, but I mean even now you probably, you're probably still on your camera. Oh, yeah, he's he was on there again,
1: um, but maybe if it, was a, if, if it was the buck that I'd seen <laughs> in the, this last spot, I've yeah, there'd be no doubt, but I just not, you know, I mean, he's a decent buck. I mean, it'd be cool to see him grow in another year or two or something, but, you know, I don't Dif- know. Difficult there. Does though. it
0: take the fun out of it?
1: I like, I, I guess, so that's the first buck I've ever had on, in that
0: spot. That's your first trail camera that you've ever had. So. Right, but that's the, so <laughs> I mean, I've had i
1: so. I've had hundreds of pictures of deer, like, like all winter long, they bed right in front of that camera and it's all those, like at one point I had like 20 different deer on it and one picture, like the whole herd of them, but I've never seen any horns. So that was like the first one. And then there is another little buck too. in there. It's like a little Forky, but I mean. I guess maybe if, what I think is maybe if Jet could stop hunting girls and wanted <laughs> to go hunt, I would bring him up because it's a, it's a legal buck for sure. He's got four on one side, but I think it's a seven point. The one picture where you can see his horns, good. I can't
0: tell if he's got a brow tie on the left. And you know that there's people that are at home going, they're antlers. <laughs> they're antlers. <laughs> right. From, yeah. from the most anal guy that you know, as far as like, <laughs> by the book, he's over here with the horns. Um, what, so Frank here, uh, when I went to Wisconsin, went to Ohio mm-hmm. and I get back or I'm in Wisconsin and... We're talking, and every time for like over a week, I we'd be talking, and I'd be like, Yes, when are you coming home? He's like, All right, well, I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm like, What the fuck? I talked to John, he's like, Have you talked to Frank? Like, this, that you know, and then I get home, like, Frank shot a deer down in Ohio. I'm like, What? (laughs) He's just, he asked me, like, Where are you hunting? You know, what's going on? How's things? Like, Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, well so how's things going down there when you come coming home? Like, ah, I'm seeing a few deer, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, when you headed back, like, all right, got to go. Like, <laughs> the f- what did I do?
2: <laughs> I come back, though, you know, and I'd been down there, what, 13 days?
0: I don't know. I, think I didn't know st- when It was like 13 days.
2: <laughs> 13 days I was down there, and my wife says, "What? Well, why did you come back? She goes, you should have stayed another week. She said, you got another tag, you know? I'm going, okay. Yeah. Right,
0: right. Yeah, see ya, you know. Well, and he's talking about buying a muzzleloader last night, and he's trying to figure it out, and he's like, oh. She's like, oh, you're you're going back? Why didn't you just stay down there? And he's like, well, muzzleloader season's in January. January, <laughs> you know. I'd have had to have been there a while for God's sake. I'd have had to figure it
2: figured out, though. I ain't shitting you. <laughs> like, holy shit. Uh, so how'd your trip go down there, Frank? Really good. It was, it, I mean, I ended up shooting a doe, but it was, uh uh i had
1: opportunities at other you know other bucks and stuff but did you guys stay at a hotel no no you stayed at a house yeah well, you probably would have wore out your welcome there by january
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think that have been good
1: <laughs> but it, as far
2: as uh uh it, it was just trying to learn different things you know what i mean you you have to throw that michigan mentality right out the window almost you know on most of it, and, and what do you mean there? That's why it's the way you're hunting. You know, I mean, what you're hunting. You're hunting, you know, like could be a eighty acre cut bean field, you know, and and like a a tree line or a fence line, you know. So, and and you're thinking in the back of your head the whole time, you know, you're going, "What the hell am I doing sitting here?" You know, and then the next thing you know is one of the biggest bucks you've ever seen in your life comes by, you know so it's 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 a i i really enjoyed it you know and uh hopefully you know i learned learned some stuff and uh
0: so john's heard things about ohio that i hadn't and and i've heard things that that he hadn't so i'll say that you chose not to take the opportunity to hunt the deer of a lifetime. Well, and I want to know why the the setup was what it was. Um, the, so so the the property that we'll start off from like what you had seen and how you, you ended up going over there and whatnot. I I was sitting on the ground,
2: and it was in the evening, and I had some deer come out in this cut beans, were in the middle of the field, probably. 200 yards, you know, and I watched them for a while, you know, and there was four of them out there, you know, and I, on the other side of the field, there was, there was still all the way to the backside, there was standing corn. Well, I didn't have my binoculars with me that night. I don't know why, but so, and I had my rangefinder in my pocket too, but it was like, all of a sudden I looked all the way to the other side of the field and, and there's a doe, you know, big doe. She's going along this fence line right there by the cut corn and I was watching her, you know, and then all of a sudden I looked behind her and, and as, as I find out, you know, the distance, I'll, I'll explain that this deer, I, it was a huge rag, just, just a monster, you know. That's all I saw was horns, big body, you know, you know, antlers, you know, whatever. I call them horns, horns. But anyways, he he's not chasing her, but he is just following her. And I watched maybe he he might have followed her for twenty yards, and and I I think she just she she had pissed there or something, but I thought he worked just great, but he didn't really because I went and checked it out. But she just kept walking, you know. And he stopped over there and I seen him he had his you know his antlers antlers up in the tree, you know Did I, I mean? say
1: horns earlier? Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> multiple times. So anyways he's 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 you know, he's working over this tree or whatever and he had put his nose down by the ground. That's why I thought it was a scrape. And then and, and then absolutely just turns right and walks right back into the corn. Gone. Well then I'm sitting there going, Jesus, you had your range finder in your pocket, you could at least took a better look at him, you know. So I ranged it across that field, and it was 382 yards to that point. And uh, so I talked to the guys we were hunting with, you know, and he said, well, he knew the guy that owned the other property, you know, where that was. And he said something about, well, maybe I can get you, he's got a couple of stands on that edge, maybe I can get you in there. I said, okay, so we go over there the next day, and we're checking it out, and there was a stand on that edge, but it was a small ladder stand, very small platform, plus there was a limb coming off in it where, you know, this guy had left this, you know. Mm-hmm. I would have had to cut it off just to, to hunt out of the stand.
0: Because you're left-handed. Uh, left-handed.
2: Yeah, because I'm left-handed. And I talked to the the guy that I was with, and he goes, the one guy says, well, just cut that off, <laughs> and, I, and I goes, no, no, nah, I'm not. And, and we agreed with the, the other gentleman. He said, no, nah, that's somebody else's stand. You can't go cutting stuff out of it like that. I said, yeah, I know. I realize that. So
0: I couldn't, basically couldn't hunt it, right? Mm-hmm. But why why couldn't you, like, you were hunting on the ground, four hundred yards away. You couldn't have just hunted on the ground right there. Or, probably, uh,
1: was it too open?
0: Oh, it was like you know what I mean. It was yeah, it was
2: it was unreal how it was. I mean, I'd have been sitting there. I could have kicked it here probably when he walked by, you know. But anyway, uh, so I I chose not to hunt it. And the next morning, I was back on the other side again, on the ground. But I had my binoculars with that morning, so that would be probably dead center of the field almost you know that i was looking across so to the west there was a corner back there what i really didn't realize was there was a raise in that field over toward that corner and then it went down back there into the corner so you couldn't actually see those deer you know unless they they came down the field farther or up over that rise well i'm sitting there you know and i'd seen some deer earlier different places you know and all of a sudden, I look over there, and I see, what is that, you know? And I throw my binoculars up. Well, it's a doe's head. That's all you could see it was just a head sticking up over that, you know, rise. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, there's another one. And they're both kind of looking back to the west, you know? I see them looking back, and then they just, it was like the dude, you know, that used to go down the stairs, you know? Yeah. It was went, do, 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 and they were gone. You know, they they a, they went. It was th- like that turkey. Yeah, they went to yeah. the east, you know, and I'm going, shit you know not thinking i'm just i'm going well they're gone you know and then i went well they were looking to the west so i pan back with my binoculars and all i see is freaking tines (laughs) this is it this is no shit it's just like tines and it's going do 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 (laughs) but it went down the stairs too you know and i'm going holy shit you know And then I, I looked back to the left where those does were out where I could see them then, you know, right on that edge, you know, going by that stand, you know, I'm going to puke then, you know, I'm going, oh God. And so as I'm watching those does, I thought, okay, he's going to come out and I pan back and right almost in the spot where the stand is, I just see his ass going in the corn, boom, gone. And I go, Shit you know good spot and the guy the guy told me he goes i told you you should have it but i had it was a two-day opportunity like because some you know somebody else it was getting near the weekend and the guy was kind of going to be in there you know
0: <laughs> so it was kind of you know it, hey but one, you you never oh, climbed up in that stand and no no took a look and said no, yeah no it's one of the one of the
2: biggest bucks i've ever seen before in my life you know i mean bigger and than i, the- and I it was well. The one that I saw in in Nebraska was a 180 class that yeah, you I saw figured, or shot at. Yeah, know. okay. <laughs> Miss. <laughs> you know, but anyways, you, know, it was, you had to bring that up. Yeah, you had to bring that up again. You know, all the heartbreak and pain again are coming back. <laughs> I'll have seizures tonight. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I I ranged it and it was 412 to where. He crossed right there that stand was, but I mean, you, you, it's amazing how big the the rack was, you know, and how big the deer was. So then I just, you know, I sat a couple other spots near there. I saw some, some, some deer, you know, smaller buck, and then I, I moved on from there, you know, and uh, I saw another really, really nice deer and i think he was like just um a main frame eight but he was one of the biggest eights i've ever seen in my life i had him go by at 35 yards and that was the same stand i shot the doe out of but no shot on that one no no he uh the way it was he uh, he came from across the road you know and it's like i say these little ditch lines and stuff and and it's like I don't know if something spooked him but my wind was going right there now you'd think you know with my wind going there and a couple of the guys I was hunting with said if he would have winded you he'd have turned around and went back don't you then yeah.
1: you would think right yeah then normally go back
2: but stay. he didn't this deer I heard him you know right there you know he, like I say 35 yards and he came right across the little the little ridge that I was on and just like he, he did like a long dive down into his pickers and stuff, and you could just see, you know, the rack. I mean, it was he was a big deer, too. It was, it was a really nice one. And then I sat that stand two more times and never saw nothing, so the wind was kind of messed up. but Then you, did, you got an opportunity to shot a doe. Well, I shot her the morning oh. before I saw that buck. Oh, okay. And that was the first deer I'd seen out of that stand. He was looking for his doe. Well, and she, you know, <laughs> what was really weird, John, He's was like, you know, I had a date with Betty well, over here. What was really weird is I thought, her you know, okay, right and, you there. know, as soon, as soon as I saw her, you know, come up in there, mm-hmm. and she's coming right straight at me in this the stand I'm in, and and the ridge runs right here, like in front of me, you know, this way, and she come up out of this thick stuff down below, well. She come right to the stand, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right below it. She gets on the run, so I didn't have no shot. And she walks right by me this way. Well, there was a scrape back there, and I couldn't really tell her. It was pretty thick if she went to the scrape or not. I thought I saw her turn, and it looked like she was going to go across the road, you know? So I stood there for quite a while, and I didn't see her anymore. So I thought, I'll just hang my bow up, you know, and sit down. So I just hung my bow up real carefully, you know, and I started sitting down. And so I was sitting down. Then I could see back there, and she was to the right of the run, and she turned around and started walking back. And I thought, you're going to walk right down that runway, aren't you? And she goes, yep. So I just, I stayed sitting down. I didn't try to get up because she would have been only like 10 yards, you know, on that run. So I just picked up my bow and hooked my release on. And there was a tree here and a tree here, you know. and And I'm watching, and she walks on that run where I'd watched her walk before, you know she walked right out in front of me and right down that ridge she was going to go bed probably back up in there. And she got just to the edge of the brush there, the briar sign. I had it right behind her front leg and let her go. Smoked her. She went to bed all right. Oh, yeah. she, she took the- about, about 50 yards and she was done. She took the dirt in <laughs> I mean, it, it went in, that thunderhead went in right at the back of her shoulder on the right side. And it came out low in her brisket, her chest right here. And then hit the the leg below the knee joint on the opposite side. Yeah, she just smacked like that, you know. She just hard-run. but She she went right into them briars and stuff. You know, Adam, how thick that stuff is
1: down there. It's like the shit that you got. Oh, yeah, that got hung up. I needed help. Help
0: me, help help me. (laughs) Turn your light on, you (laughs) son of a bitch.
2: But anyways, it was like she just down into that stuff, you know, and I can see the arrow, you know, the lit knock, you know, and then as she came, went down, she just went maybe, I don't know, 20, 30 yards and all of a sudden, boom, I see her come back up the ridge and I seen the knock again, you know, but then she's on that run again, you know, that goes right by me that I shot her on and then everything just got quiet over there. You know, I seen the bushes move a little bit, you know, and then it was nothing and I thought... And I'm sitting there, you know, and I shot her at eight o'clock, you know, and I think, man, that's, that's, that's my knockover. I can see it glowing. You know, I said, she's right there. She's right there. So then I set. I shot her at eight o'clock. I got down about 11 and I, I didn't even look for blood. I knew she was dead, you know, and I walked, I walked up that run and I get there and there's my arrow laying there, you know, I'm going, Oh shit, you know. And I could see that where, you know, it was laying in the knock, you know, from the stand, but there was blood all over right there, you know. And then I looked about another, I don't know, 8, 10 yards up that run, and here she's laying there dead, you know. So she, when she come up out of there, you know, the arrow came out, Just but it'd be, out. she was done right there. You can see, you know, when they start weaving, mm-hmm. and that's when I must have saw the little bushes moving or something, you know, she was dead. Nice though, you know. And I'm telling you one thing, she tasty,
1: <laughs>
2: really tasty. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and we had a great time down there, though. I mean, uh, they shot a couple of nice bucks, you know, 140
0: class bucks, you know. I and, think that one is bigger than 140. That is a big, big deer mass, just crazy mass. It's a, it's, it, it could be, you know. It's got a lot of mass,
2: but earn earn film some bucks, you know, that normally you shoot them all day long up here, you know. I mean, you're, you know, he's got some good footage of a couple of them. And he saw a buck of a lifetime. He's never seen a buck this big down anywhere. He said, in my life, he said, I've never seen one this big. That, was it Kellen Ernie? Because Ernie's like, you know, Mr. Trigger when it comes to. Uh, it was really weird. You know, he, he, he was pretty calm, I guess. You know, he talked to me. He he did a good job filming him too. You know. Was there a, a,
1: like, th- did the guys have like a standard? Like, okay, this is.
2: Pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, you know, I mean,
1: no hundred inch bucks.
0: Well, I think, I think, you know, uh, talking with, with Ernie and then like, when you go to his house and you look at the deer that are on the wall, they're all kind of about the same size. You know, there's one a little bit bigger than the other ones and, you know, the one he killed in Nebraska, the Mm -hmm. one he killed in Ohio. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think. You know, like some of them, he says, yeah, I don't know if I should have shot that one or whatever. Uh, but I think he does get pumped up. Like he gets pretty jacked. Like when I killed the the, the one last year, he's like, I can't believe you didn't get that mounted. And I'm like, why do you have that one mounted? It's like exactly the same as the the other one over there that I killed there. So I, I, I think well, that's i same because like last year he killed two bucks on the first week, wasn't it? First day. First day. <laughs> it was i mean it was the third day of season but his first sit so you know in anyways, yeah there was you guys
2: ask about a standard well it being being it was the first time we had been there and he said shoot whatever makes you happy you know shoot whatever you're happy with you know but mm-hmm. you're going to be
1: real happy if you shoot one of the big ones. Yeah. Are. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> and he, you know, and, and we knew there was big ones in there,
0: you yeah. know? So. Now, one of the things I wanted to ask you, like on that note, is like, were you only hunting like preset stands or were you hunting out of your stands too? And- we, we could hunt clim- our climbers or whatever we wanted. But to. did you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because some of the stuff, you know, where the stands were, um, uh, was so thick, you know what I mean? It would be very, you know, you only have one shot, one place, you know, or whatever, you know. And then we found good uh, areas, you know what I mean? Multiple runways and stuff like that, too. So, you know, and,
0: and hunted out of the climbers, you know. Okay. Which. I just wonder, because I, I mean, especially, I, mean, I don't think other than elk hunting, I've ever been on a trip where I was gone for you know hunted hard for 13 days five days seven days is hard enough um so by the time i mean i think about like in the up right you hunt you know four or five days and then you know especially when you're doing hanging hunts and stuff like that where you're setting up tearing down setting up tear down it's like oh, there's a fucking ladder stand over there like i'm gonna go sit in that well and, for a and, while.
2: you know he i'm telling you though you know and i'm looking I'm no spring chicken you know but uh hunting every day like that you know there's there's days you you know all of a sudden you go man i'm gonna take a break you know i got to you know so i took a morning off or an afternoon off you know or something like that if the weather looked a little shitty windy you know but i hunted hard you know i mean i thought i did you know for uh and uh i i enjoyed it you know i enjoyed it because you never know man i mean the next second could be the you know that deal.
0: Mm. Yeah, so John talking about the deer that I had hit. I got home from Wisconsin on Thursday and uh Friday, I don't know what was going on on Saturday. I didn't I don't think I hunted on Saturday. Um but Friday I walked freaking 5 miles on four different chunks of public trying to find something to set up on. Kind of like what I was talking to you about, you know? And, uh, I ended up in a spot similar to like what you were talking about. I had scouted, I knew there was a buck bed, but it was around this next point. And I, i walked in and there was a, uh, oh, runway coming out of the swamp on the, out of this creek bottom. And there was like a bench and there was, it was all torn up right there. Like, I think it was turkeys, but there was acorns there. So Mm -hmm. I was thinking it was, it was pretty open, but it was definitely a travel route on the outside of that. So I set up there, but I went and I don't know why I didn't hunt on Saturday, but, but Sunday I went back in to where I had been hunting previously. And I went there, that's the first place I went on, I must've hunted, I hunted a little bit. No, Friday, I dropped my, that's what I have. I dropped my daughter off on Friday to, to, to school. And then I went in there and I was like, well, it's the rut. I'm going to go in there walking into the spot where I ended up shooting that buck. I found a gut pile right there. So I kind of walked in and like the guy was hunting in the tree that I had picked out. <laughs> like, because I walked up and there was blood right there. And so I was a little bit disheartened and it was, it was warm. It was really warm. So I was like, ah, I just wasn't feeling it, you know, for, for whatever reason. So I, I left, went to another spot, walked around, found some good sign, but the wind was wrong. And I'd walked this entire property. I like walked, I was telling Frank, I walked one road. Up where Casey killed her turkey, where I missed the Jakes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know that doesn't narrow it down. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> How many times? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I walked between those two roads. I scouted and I ended up at the other road. And I was like, well, I kind of burned this whole section. So uh, I ended up up there by the golf course on the creek on the other side, I think, of where you were hunting, where you hunt at the end there. Um and didn't see anything, so I'm like, "Well, Sunday, I'm gonna get up and hunt." And I got in super early, and good, like perfect wind, and it's a weird, like draw type deal, public. But they, and another thing, uh, on Friday, that's why I end up leaving. I was gonna, I was gonna hunt it, and my daughter and I ha- the night before had driven around and the corn was still up and they cut the corn on the other side well when i got in there they were cutting the corn and i didn't i don't hunt areas like that so i'm like i don't know what to do while they're cutting corn you know does that is it good is it bad just hunt it well but could could push them out but this was like this was like 11 o'clock so it wasn't like prime time or anything it was so I, you know, I was like, I don't really know. There's a freaking combine running right there. You know, I'd imagine that the deer would would be there. Um, they don't give a shit about that combine. Kind of, no. Well, that. I mean, again,
2: they they're, they're using that that corn a lot of times as cover. Cover. Yeah. So when it's gone. <laughs> well. Or, it, or they
0: come, come down the road. You well, know? And, and that all comes into play like later on in the story because. So Sunday I go in there and I was thinking about, you know, Greg Litzinger, they shot three deer out of the same tree in like a 48 hour period. And so the deer didn't really matter like that time of year, you know, right. they were just boogying through there. Well, I get up the tree and I'm sitting there and say good wind. Now this is a fresh cut cornfield mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm, I'm got my binos up and I'm looking out in there and it's foggy and shit. Like even walking in there in the morning, it was so fricking foggy. Like you, I couldn't see shit through my binoculars They're They were fogging up cause of all the like condensation or whatever. That's, it was so foggy where I was at too, that morning
1: that my range finder, when it's foggy like that, your range finder don't work. Yeah. It's like oh, yeah. eight yards, eight yards, oh, Yeah. Eight yards. <laughs> yeah
0: I, I had the same, <laughs> yeah. same issue. Well, too much moisture in there. So like I, I don't know what time like it got light because I ended up I shot that deer at seven forty five and like on the Tac cam video it's freaking It looks it's dark crazy foggy and yeah. super dark. But I'm sitting there and like like two hundred and seventy degrees off of like where the wind was blowing a hundred yards. All of a sudden I just see a tail jump this ditch and then another tail jumped the ditch. And I'm like, that's crazy. You know, I'm trying to figure out what's going on, get my binoculars up. I look, and then all of a sudden I just see this freaking tank of a buck, just huge, huge beams. Like I sit kind of like what you're saying. This, this is 150 yards away and I just see big beams, you know? And so I get my binoculars out and I'm looking and then he jumps the ditch and I freaking grunt, you know? (laughs) And he turns and he looks my way and I just see freaking, I mean, giant. And he went back in there. So I'm like, well, that's a good sign, you know? So I'm sitting there and uh, a little bit later, like coming out of that corn and the whole time, like in the dark and I hunted there this morning, like from a half hour before it gets light, there's 9,000 turkeys. Because of this cut corn that are just like posted up there, I got them on my camera. I mean, they're just, just oh my god, just annoying, you know. So you're not hearing anything. It's pretty windy, and I see a, a spike out in the field along this ditch, coming out of the cut corn. So I'm grunting at him. I'm you know because I'm I just want. I want activity by me, you know? And, uh, he, I, he walks through the ditch and he's farting around out there and I look over and one of those does, so those deer were like 150 yards over there. So the deer pops out, this doe crosses back over my way on the ditch. I'm like, well, that's good. And I range in her 68 yards. I'm like, well, that's kind of far, but I'm, I'm ranger because i'm like well if the buck comes over there and like you know everything's doing going scenarios here. yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. what else are you gonna do yeah uh, you're so, in a tree you know, so Christ's sake, and you know. at, at this time again i'm i'm john's height here i'm uh, i'm two sticks up and then i'm on that platform so i looked at it today and it's probably maybe 12 feet it's probably that's pretty good for two sticks. Well, it's I, with that uh, mm,
2: he's got the aiders. Right?
0: Well, yeah, the two the two aiders, and then that uh, the platform the wingman is on a stick too. So oh. it's, it's kind of like three three yeah. sticks, you know. You were much higher than John, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I
1: was two sticks
0: without an aider. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so and that kind of comes into play too. So I'm I'm up there and I'm I'm looking at her through the binoculars and I was taking video of it on my phone and you know cuz and then she disappeared and I was like I was trying to see if she had bedded down or whatever. I put my binoculars away and then there's a buck like at 5 yards like right next to me. And he looks just fricking like the only word I have been using is like haggard. Like he looks like death warmed over, like big neck. He looks like he swam there, like covered in mud and water, like wet. His eyes are red and uh big tall, like not outside of his ears and big forks. And he looks at me and he's got brow tines. It's just this big six point. And I'm like, look at him like this deer looks, it's, I can't believe this deer is just, just a six point. You know I mean? It's a big deer. And tall, like super tall. And and then he just, I mean, he looks right at me because I'm at eye level with him. And uh, I'm like, holy shit, you know? And I'm just like looking the other way, like <laughs> pretending like I didn't see him, you know? Like maybe he won't notice me. I'm part of the tree. And then he just looks back, like very like robotic and just like walked forward. And th- like so... My bow I hang my bow and my bow's that carbon zion, it doesn't have split limbs, and the limb just fits inside of that hero clip. And then oh. I don't I, I don't hang it by the cam because John's always like John's always in my head. Like when I'm in the tree, like whatever I'm doing, like like oh John would not like this. Like John would not like this. <laughs> and it's like hung up in On the little rubber grommet? Yeah, on the little thing and I, I can't get it off and this deer is like walking like now past me and it's kind of like one of those scenarios where like you're saying you it's not like I only have a window but as soon as he goes over this little berm he's gone and that mm-hmm. berm's 15 yards away so I'm like trying to get this freaking thing off and then finally I get it off so as soon as I get it off I reach up and I hit the cam on grab my release and draw back and so John is like this is quick straw mcgraw because <laughs> the, the video is like seven seconds or eight seconds from i was like
1: when we're reviewing the when i got over here and we're reviewing the footage and it's like do, 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 seven seconds you know and it's i'm like well was, it, was that the beginning of it or is or that just like did you cut it to there and he's like no i think there's before that and then he's like click Nope, that's the whole video. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the whole video, but that's where but, it started. But that's where it started. That was the shot. I'm like, so you turned on your tactic cam, drew, drew the bow, bow, and shot
0: in seven seconds. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, this deer's still walking, and I didn't stop him because he just freaking looked at me, and one bound, and he's gone. And I haven't stopped the last couple. So, I mean, th- there's so many things that I feel like I did wrong in this scenario but he was walking away from me and walking up this berm and that walking up is one thing that i did not take into account and me being not that high and this berm is like maybe like six feet seven feet tall so i was probably while i was shooting at this deer maybe at the most six feet above him And so I'm drawn back and I get a good sight in my pins. I get it on the deer and I move it back behind his like last rib, like quartered away shooting. And I just heard it go pop. And I'm thinking, I thought in my head, like that was a diaphragm. and And he kicked, he hopped up on the berm, he turned walked waggled his tail and walked down over the other side of it and i as soon as i saw his antlers disappear i said he's dead right there i thought he was dead i i would have bet you money that he was fucking toast right there dead like shut his dick off (laughs) well good possibility and so you know
1: now his eyes are really red oh man so is his ass (laughs) so
0: so i mean i'm just like lights out and for whatever reason, like, I know that last year I shot the same arrows, and I had lighted knocks for them. I took them out when we went to the Total Archery Challenge, and I can't fucking find them to save my life. And then what knocks are you shooting? I'm shooting Black Eagle Spartan, so if someone knows, please tell me. I'm pretty sure it's the X-Knock. Well, I so I ordered- The same ones that I shoot in my I- Eastern Axes. So I just ordered some X-Knocks- they were the they're the knockoff ones or whatever from Amazon because they would come quickly, and they don't fit. Mm. They're way too big. And I know that you're the one you had put pushed right in there. So mine, I think mine are the S. Yeah, I have I have some of those. Those are wrong. Like I have all this so, conglomeration. Yeah, so I didn't didn't use a lighted knock, so I can't tell exactly like where the hit was. Like reviewing back the footage. The only
1: reason I know that's because those arrows. Um, when I was up working up at the shop, they, uh, they use the same, you can use the same insert. They're almost identical arrows. That Spartan, it's it's a thicker, it's a smaller diameter and it's heavier wall.
0: It's a lot like the Eastern axis, but my. I'm fairly certain that the inside diameter is 204. Like, hmm. but. Well. But I can't find, I can't, I don't have any. The ones that you had, the ones that I ordered. So regardless, I didn't shoot a lighted knock. That's so, probably what you get when you order Amazon shit. It's <laughs> certainly, it's certainly possible. The, back, the package mine does fit act. in there good. Yeah.
1: And mine, and no, I know mine
0: are X knocks. So I did I, all that to say, I didn't shoot a lighted knock. And so I'm up in the tree. And I'm like glassing over there, trying to see if I can see anything on the other side of the berm. I can't. I can't see my arrow. I'm shooting them zinger fletches, and this one popped off, which it did what it was supposed to do. And so I'm like, uh, then I'm sitting up there. Like, I waited an hour, and I'm thinking, I can't see my arrow. And I'm just keep second guessing it, second guessing it. You know, I don't, I'm glassing down there, like, I don't see any blood. Like, I don't see any, anything. And then I get down and my arrow's like, like a foamy green uh, with like blood. I mean, there's, there's blood on the arrow all the way down. uh, But it just looks kind of like, and so I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, this isn't good. You know? And then. Any X-knock will will work. (laughs) So. I start, I go up and I, I don't find blood like right there, but I walk and where I seen them go down over the berm, there's, there's all sorts of blood, like bright red blood. Like, it's not like nasty blood or, you know, and so now mind you hundred, 150 yards behind me is a gut pile, right? So behind this tree, there's a gut pile. So I follow this blood And I go up over this other little mound, go down into this thing. There's a freaking gut pile right there. This deer walked right through another gut pile and crossed this creek. And I walk up there, follow the blood. Then I find a spot where there's like, I would say, maybe like a six foot diameter of like, blood and it's like the wet, like gross, gutty blood, you know, like not what you're, what you're looking for. Not big spots of like heavy blood, no bubbles, no nothing. It's just like, it's all wet and blood. Not like a bed. It was too big. It wasn't like the, it was like the deer stopped. Stood there. Stood there. Was walking. He was probably like, you know. Well, so I, I kept on the same track. And I found one, another spot of blood, and then I found another quarter-sized spot of blood. And then, like, looking around, I didn't see anything more going that way. But that was where that blood went uh, out of that Mm -hmm. spot. So I marked that on base map, and then I marked it. I just put a piece of toilet paper there. And there was really thick stuff over to my right. And I walked up there and kind of did like a circle, just like a body search, kind of looking on the ground to see if there's any blood, but followed where the deer went, made a circle, came back, didn't really see anything. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to call a dog. Cause I know I made a bad shot and I was just like beside myself. Like I can't figure out like what's going on. So come back home. Watch the thing. Well, as I was walking out, I called, um, Brian, who we had had on the podcast, Brian Dagan, who's a Michigan blood trackers. And, uh, he put me, he was taking the day off or had, I think he just got home. He said he just got home at five, um, from tracking all night. So he said he was taking the day off or whatever and, uh, gave me, he said he'd get back with me, got me another dog. And said they're going to come out at, I got a hold of him and said 12 hours on a gut shot. So eight, eight o'clock at night. So go home, look at the video, look at it again and again, and again, a thousand times. And when I pulled up the video, John, like what was one of the first things that I said? I don't remember. I said... God, that deer looks way smaller than the The, deer that I, like, I was like, I guess that's why there's like ground shrinkage or whatever. Cause I'm like, (coughs) and I was, I just couldn't believe like what the video, like had this deer looking like, you know? And, uh, so fast forward to eight o'clock, go out there with the dog And it was just like, I don't know if the dog was like having an off night, which in, in reality now, maybe that's not the case. Um, but we went all over. We did like my base map says it was a mile and a half in like two and a half hours or, you know, just over two hours, whatever. But we went this way and went this way and went this way. And then we kept restarting. And one of the things, you know, with, the, like, I don't know if those other deer being in there and this section of this place where this deer ran into was no hunting section. It wasn't private and it wasn't no trespassing. And the rules for this property don't really say like whether you can go in there and track a deer or not. But so when I went back in there, I didn't have a bow. I didn't have a gun. I didn't have anything, and, uh, the tracker's like, you know, do you think we should call this in? And I'm like, I, I, I think it, I, I was certain that it was dead deer. So I'm like, I think we're just going <laughs> to find him laying right up there. Like no big deal. So we go in there. Well, this is like deer Mecca. So there's all sorts of deer sign smells, everything in there. And then we get, I don't know maybe a hundred yards into the first track where we set off the dog and the woods erupts with turkeys. <laughs> and so the dog's like, you know, not, not having that, you know, so that distracted him, I, I think. And then, so we go, we go back and restart, back and restart. And, uh, it, it's just such a surreal thing. Cause, You know, I kept telling the tracker, I'm like, you know, I know that you do this all the time, but like for me, like going in the dark to not look for blood, you know, and to just follow along. And we weren't, at this point, we weren't finding any like verification of, we didn't find another spot of blood. We didn't find anything. We didn't find any beds. We did jump a deer way off, but it we didn't find any beds, any blood, any, anything. Um, so we restarted a couple times and then I said, you know, I think where this deer was circling around or where there was this big spot. I think, I think the deer doubled back, you know? And so we set the dog going another way and he took off and went and, you know, he, he's like, Oh, I got blood. And so then we go up a little ways and, I found a ton of blood, you know, there's blood on leaves, but you know, we're, you know, 12 hours later in the dark looking at dried up blood, like on, you know, leaves that are red and brown and, you know, it's hard enough, you know, sometimes in the daylight. And so, but at least we've got visual confirmation now, and then maybe 50, 60 yards up, we found like three beds that were like, where he got up and shifted and moved. And then we went off Um, maybe was there blood in those beds? Oh yeah. Blood, hair, like everything. And so we went off and then all of a sudden we heard a whole bunch of coyotes like way off. And then we heard coyotes like right there, (laughs) like not uh, up in the UP. I've heard them like close enough where I can hear their like jaws snapping and like snarling where they're like, you know, they're real close. These were pretty close. They weren't that close. But uh, beyond that, then all of a sudden those just cut off. And then we circled back around and more turkeys took off and all the stuff. But we went back to those beds a bunch of times, restarted the dog, and uh, just couldn't get on it. And he said, you know, the dog, he, he said, you can see the dog like, Digging his nose, like way down in it, like trying to find the scent. And it was like, he just couldn't, couldn't get it or whatever. So next day I, I had to work. I couldn't get back out there. We, we ended up after that, you know, called it and, you know, couldn't, couldn't figure it out. But what he did say, we watched the video back and he says, I think he hit him back in low. That's where he got the white hair. And, and he said, and he said when he was in the the beds, like all of the blood was like in one spot rather than being on both sides. Right. So he said a lot of times that's like a brisket hit, but in the scenario, I mean, that's certainly possible, but like what we're, we're seeing, it could have just been just low and clipped the bottom, just went through the belly, like the low belly. Right. Um, but you know, it didn't find him. So that day I couldn't do anything. Tuesday, Wednesday, I went out and threw a camera out there. And then I have this buck show up that I'm like, I think that's the buck. It sure looks like it's very close, but I sent it to Walt from chasing tails podcast. He's like, I don't know. I can't make it the same buck from the videos. Like it's hard, but there's enough mass there and the, the, the deer in the daylight that's on this camera is the very similar to what I saw with my eyes. Like what the video has on it is much different, but I can't believe that the deer was that small that I shot. Right. The video I mean, with the
1: fog and I mean the poor lighting and, and all the motion. I mean, you're talking about a, you know the tact camera, action a, camera
0: and a seven second video.
1: Yeah, seven <laughs> seconds. Yeah, it
0: was uh,
2: you know.
1: <laughs> and so that second picture, that buck really, to me, looks like the buck. I mean, he's in the same spot doing the same thing. Of course, I mean there could be one similar, but it looks. I mean, I would, I would have to.
0: In the first picture that pops up, and with these cell cams, like you don't get the HD image. Right. So when you go out, do you have it on video too? Um, I think that one's on video.
1: So you'll be able to get a better when you go pick it up and get the actual
0: card. But this, uh, but this picture has enough of the back of his belly where it almost looks like there's a big red spot there. Right. It's hard to, I mean, it could be a red brush or something in front of it. Could be a shadow too. But it's in, it's in kind of like the right spot. So all the signs are like, but like I expected John to be like, but it ain't the fucking same deer, but it, it has like the same mass for sure. And the difference is like the tine length. Right. Looking at the tine length, but like I said, the, 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 the forks look the same, but that's just different. Right.
1: But different angles and everything. I mean, so it'll be interesting when you pull the the card and and see the video or the you know the two pictures because that's Mm -hmm. I have mine set for two bursts with a video. So you get one picture, a video, and then the second picture is the one they send you. So, Mm -hmm.
0: so we'll see. Like on uh, in that regard, but um, I hunted out there this morning and. I saw that buck, the the buck that's on the camera, and he was pushing does around, and he I I don't know if he I I mean you see him and right now they're all walking stiff legged and you know right. so I'm like I don't know if he looked like he had <laughs> like a pimp stroll like John's turkey, but um, and then I saw another another buck and I, I got a spot now where I'm gonna move up and. I think hunt from the ground where these deer are crossing that ditch. Um, so were you hunting a gun, with a gun today? No. No. Dang. No, no. <laughs> this property is bow only. Oh. Yeah. So, Good but, deal. But no. And, and you know, with your, your cell cam deal, I have, so the one spot where I had went up and hunted and it's a, a bitch to get into, I've been trying to get Frank to go out there. Uh, opening morning of gun because it's a bitch to get into (laughs) well there's a guy that's hunting there i mean he's he's not he's he's older than me but he's younger than you exactly Um, but there's a there's a path in there now john like when when i went in there with chris uh langwise there's a a path because like i got into them cattails and i'm like well this is easy walking i'm like somebody else is in here as soon as we got in there there's a tree stand hanging right hunting my camera um, and I, I, got the guy the day before on the camera, but I mean, I don't know. It, it, there's an eight point on there. That's Pope and young. And he was there seven 22 opening day, of gun. And he was there at 10 45 at night. So he survived the first day of gun season. Um, but I still have bucks on that camera. I have multiple bucks on that camera. Even now, and i as I was sitting in the tree this morning, my pocket's going off, and there was a buck, I don't think it was that big one, but there was a decent buck in there, um at like seven ten and it, honestly, where we go out to hunt, that's a mile back there, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, this is only a half a mile, yeah,
1: feels like two
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> But especially now, all my so I have the one thing I found out. Well, the one night I hunted, I can't remember what. Oh, I was when I was sitting in the, I was up in my tree and I was wearing my insulated rubber boots, and they suck for being for saddle hunting because they're too soft. Are they? Mine are squeaky. Like no, these are just too soft. They're just cheap ones, but they were insulated, so I just picked them up like I don't know a year or two ago. And I'm sitting there and my feet are all, you know, doubled over and I look down and there's a big old huge hole along the seam on the, you know, like my big toe, I'm like, well, I'm glad I didn't step in any, you know, crick. So then I put on my uninsulated boots to go to the other spot where I have to cross the crick. And I hate those boots anyway, cause they're always hurt my ankles. They're so stiff, but they've lasted, you know, I think they're Irish setters, but it's got the knee... Neoprene on the back mm-hmm. and so i'm crossing the creek and all of a sudden i'm like oh shit mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> what i got a wet foot mm-hmm. my left foot boot on my left foot and you can feel it like in the neoprene it's like separated like yeah. that's what's
1: mine's got the well, one i looked at it, there's like a hole i don't know what happened yeah caught like, it on something poked a hole through it
0: I don't know how they do it, like, with the camo laminate on the outside, on the membrane, and then, like, the neoprene, and then the inside. Well, that's, like, you can feel, like, the separation in the three layers, and that's right where it is. Because I was feeling on my other boots to see if there was any issues. But Frank's been using, we got him some of the those very expensive gum, rubber, uh, gum, gum leaf Gum leaf. Yep. And uh, he forgot he even had them. I'm like, have you been wearing those? He's like... He's like, oh, no, no, they're in my closet. And then Chris uh, Ferd there, he says, he, he says, yeah, my dad's like, I don't want to use them. I don't want to scuff them up. I don't want to wreck them. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, how have those been working out for you? Good, good. I mean, because uh, like I said, we uh,
2: paid full price for them. And- they're really, I'll tell you, they're really uh, pliable. You know what I mean? The like, how, you know? What's the soles like? Are the soles oh, really like soft, too? No. Nah, they have a Vibram sole. Got a nice Vibram sole on them. So it's got a good, like... And it's got a zipper up the side, uh-huh. you know? You can open them up, you know what I mean? Get you know, get your stuff in there and then pull it up, you know? Mm-hmm. They're nice. Like you your know? gun or your dagger or what yeah, stuff they, you, you, you put know, in there. Reach down, grab your bow, you know? <laughs> uh, but I, I do want to say one thing about some boots. And... I've got a pair of the Cabela's, uh I don't know what they are they 10 10 million uh oh, the Frankenstein Frank- boots yeah the, the the they're not a pack boot no they're a, they're a leather boot but they're like oh they're just the below the D but they're big uh-huh. and I was the year last year I'm I'm trying to climb with my uh summit and I'm going my God, what the hell's going on? I said, I, I can't climb a tree anymore, you know what I mean? It, it just, there was no way, you know, I'm going like, and then the whole time, you know, like I tried it like two or three times, you know, and and the next thing I know, you know, I'm going, well, shit, it's these goddamn boots. I can't bend my ankles, <laughs> you, like, you know what I mean? It's like trying to climb with yeah. ski boots. On. That's what it was, John. It was exactly <laughs> like that, man. I'm not shitting yet, you know, <laughs> and I'm going, well, shit, I can't climb a tree with these on, and then. I, I had a pair of the mucks, you know, threw the mucks on and I almost killed myself. I went up there so fast. <laughs> it was like automatic, you know. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, them, them boots, they're great. They're warm. They're waterproof, you know. And, and you do, you know, I'm actually four inches taller, Two of them on, you know. I had to get one of the guys down there who's a little shorter than us, you know. I said, hey, man, check these boots out. And he, he he said what I said yeah put them on once you know we're all standing there you know, and uh, he puts them on. He goes yeah them are nice I said, and now you're almost as tall
0: as me <laughs> 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 you asshole. <laughs> uh, so what do you got uh, plan coming up for continuing to hunt? Uh, actually, no plans right now. No,
1: I'm just got too much shit on the plate um i'd like to get back out of that spot but i'm actually gonna um give frank the uh, coordinates coordinates maybe he can go out there and kill that big buck with his gun or something if he's still there if he's still well. there but i don't know i might i definitely i don't know i'll shoot a doe or something yeah i've got all my tags left for michigan
0: so yeah
1: I'm gonna head well, back you, out you can there go out and buy Can you still buy like ten, ten yeah
0: ten, ten universal don't tags? get frank started as a whole in the mm-hmm. podcast? With Jesus three Christ. hours it's like yeah, uh, let's just kill every deer in the state i uh I'm gonna head out sunday back out there i I may go depending on what my cameras are doing, but like I saw a there was a a ton of deer where I was at today, and i i mean i I saw a three, four does in the field. And then I seen the two bucks. And then all of a sudden, like it was all the way on the other side of the field. I seen like eight does just pour out of there and they were just milling around. And then I lost them. And then I don't know, maybe a coyote ran through there or something because all these turkeys took off. And then I seen all the tails, but those deer were still over there, but I, I couldn't see them, but I can get within like easily within 50 yards of where those deer cross that ditch now. And I'm just going to sit, there's these, all these push ups that are right there. And I mean, they cross, but they're not crossing from my side over there. Like the, all these deer and, you know, this is, this is kind of like going back to like what you said, like when you scouted, like a few other times, like another time, like the first time I hunted in this, this area, I saw all these deer, in this exact same spot. And I said, I need to be out there on the ground. And then the one time I went there to go back out there on the ground, the wind wasn't doing what it was supposed to. It was just like variable. We talked about that on a previous podcast and I didn't get out there on the ground. And I, I never went back to, to that tactic. And I, I mean, where that spike, I wouldn't have seen that big, you need to get the ghillie suit. And I, I actually thought about that today when I was, when I was walking in um, cause come on, I come on over to the house when I got down and well, I'd have to fricking figure out if I can shoot with it without it being like a fucking,
1: it looks like haggard out there,
0: <laughs> an explosion. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, but that's exactly what it is. And, but there's a nice little spot where it like makes up like a saddle in these big old mounds where I'm like, I can get right in there and, and shoot, you know, easily right there. And like, the day I shot that buck that's where that's exactly where that spike was standing. And there's that, that up goes all the way along there. And I know the deer are using the other side of that as a travel corridor because you know, they're safe. Right. So, and that's where they're all going. And I seen those two big bucks the first time I hunted it, they both went right to that section and then they just walked right along it. So it, it, it's just like jogged my memory today i'm like i'm ranging over there i've got the binoculars and i'm there i'm like those, those deer they cross right by that tree and they fucking disappeared well i walk over there yeah that's that's right where i've got it marked like on my base map it says cross here <laughs> you know um hunt here yeah well yeah but you know we're we get so locked into this like mentality of like oh i got my sticks and my blah 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 and like i don't know it, this this is just it, and i feel like this is kind of like one of those fun places to hunt because like there, uh, there's deer there there's so, so many deer there's so many deer right. so even if like they don't come by me like like today i th- i got to do a really cool observation sit Right. got to work on my freaking calling and 25 mile an hour winds I I end up I'm walking in and Frank calls me and he's like get out of the tree and I was like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like well, I'm walking in what's up you know
2: like you know we were talking you know about uh, you talking about the calling and in and that that buck I the that I seen at 35 you know the the guys you know they said well Did you did you call for him? Did you call? You know, I said I looked like a goddamn one man band up that tree. (laughs) Man, when that somebody went by, you know, it was all that shit going on.
0: Little rattle, you know. But other than that, this other than hunting, this coming up Sunday, John, plug your ears. I'm breaking out the gun. Oh, Jesus! Actually. I'm I'm bringing my boat too, but I'm taking my daughter up to the U.P. Mm. So, we we bought a buddy heater. We're we're figuring out our snack list and uh, <laughs> buddy heater for the blind. Yeah, it's got good ventilation, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's I'm a newer buddy heater, so that's got a carbon. Yeah, it, it's got the shut, shut off, off, and it's got all that stuff. But um, well, we're gonna have the anyways. The 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 windows open in these shooting shacks that we've got up there. Otherwise I'm just bringing that same <coughs> blind that we hunted out of Turkey. So it'll be plenty <laughs> ventilated. You see me blind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, you know, in my, my thoughts on, you know, I, I want to, if I'm going to hunt on my own, um, I'll bring my bow. Like if she wants to sleep in it, like in the morning or whatever, but, um, you know the the ordeal, like the. I, I'm happy that you think that that's the same deer too, because that makes me believe that you know I'm not like crazy. You well, know? you, I mean, you, it's a good chance and, that it could be. Yeah, you know. Um, but as bad as I feel about like that scenario, like. I don't want to be hunting with her and have like a similar right. situation. You know what I mean? You can
1: always blame it on
0: her, like you did when you shot yourself shot myself with the nail there. gun. Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't. And she's like, she's like, I did ask him a question. <laughs> like she's she she remembers. She's she's listening. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I want it to be like the best possible scenario. You right. know what I mean? Um, so that's that's my 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 thought process but it should be fun. Like we have to get up there. Like I just did a podcast with the uh the habitat guy mm-hmm. and uh and my uncle did just kill a really nice buck. Did I send that to you? Um he killed a real nice buck up up there off that property but after we got done with the podcast I was showing him the um oh, yeah. the brow tines very short well, that's... Real real short. That is that that
1: land up there, though. Jack is like... Peter. Well, well, my buddy Larry, he passed away. Oh, that. he did? Yeah. But he uh, yeah, had this last weekend. So I'm bummed about that. But all the... I mean, a lot of the bucks up there, like a lot of the bucks he has on the wall and stuff, no brow, t- brow tines at all. It's just something weird. And mm-hmm. then the ones that they do have... Are just small ones like that, you know, the video of that buck that you've seen that I mm-hmm. had. Look
2: at the four that came the, out on that ridge, man. Yeah, the 115 inch four point. I mean, it, I mean, he's like 18, 20 inches wide, man. Biggest thing, I, heavy. <laughs> and I'm going to shoot this thing. At, you know, I mean, I got him point blank. He comes out, you know, and I'm looking, I'm going, it's a four point. That's it. He, he ain't got no eye guards. He ain't, got a, he ain't got a nub, man. It's just big forks, you know? He's like, hey, I ain't no dummy. I'm living. Well, <laughs> and, and remember that's that uh, the, their neighbor there? The
0: neighbor said the same thing. He said, I was going to, he's like, I'm glad you saw it because I was going to shoot him if I saw him again just because so someone would believe me. <laughs> he's oh. like, he starts growing the mantlers. He's like, yeah, I'm
1: breaking these things out right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, it was like, no kidding. I went in there. After the morning hunt, looked at this spot, seen what it was. It was tore up, you know, and I thought, "All right." Took my climber back in there, you know. Got up the tree. I wasn't up the tree an hour, you know, and I hear him back snapping, coming out, you know. And all of a sudden, I could just see white horns, you know, and I thought, "Oh, this was going to be cool." (laughs) Yeah, he comes (laughs) comes right to this this ridge. Comes up there, man, and I'm 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 ready, I'm ready. You know, it's less than twenty yards. You know, and I'm looking and I'm going.
1: Hey.
2: He turns and looks right at me too. You're in my way, you know, and I'm going. That's it. He's he did. a four point man.
0: He just wanted uh, you to see that he didn't have the like, other points. Uh,
2: yeah, he's gone like, eh, 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 and I, I mean, walked away slow. You know. Up over the bank like this, you know, kind of like, oh, I think I better go this way, you know. And I'm going, you son of a bitch. Couldn't believe it. What a
0: tank. But yeah, I, deer too. I, I i talked to him about like what we could do. And like, I've got one of the tactic cams up there. I had my dad put it up there. And uh I got one nice buck on camera. We should, you know, get,
1: take that guy up on the minerals and stuff too. Yep. I mean, cause that would be a good,
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And
1: so my buddy Larry, um, his son now has, you know, took possession of all the stuff and I still have, you know, permission to go up there and hunt. I haven't had a chance to talk to Tim about it. I talked to him a little bit about it when I was up there last time visiting. But uh, I definitely, that's another like really good opportunity for their properties too, you know to go out and put some of that minerals out. So I listened like since I've been commuting a lot, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, mainly like the meat eater stuff. This out automatically actually burned up seven gigs and my wife is pissed. (laughs) So one of them, they're talking about how, you know, everything's about genetics and genetics and genetics. And like, I can't remember who, who they were talking to, but, They're talking about like the studies actually show it's not as much as the, uh, not as much the genetics, but it comes down to like the condition that the mother is in when she.
0: And that goes exactly right back to that. mineral. So
1: that's exactly, I was like, man, that is exactly like the scenario. If you can put a mineral and have these doughs, you know, like when they have like a, a, Easy winter, and the you know they're full of fat and they can nourish these uh, bucks. Basically, they're set from the time they're born. It's going to take five years to be a huge buck, but if they have a hard winter and this doe is like malnourished and everything, right? That buck might have the best genes ever, but you're not going to produce. But in five uh, years, he's still going to be a little scraggly buck. The quality, he's, he's never going to be a. He's he's basically doomed from the beginning to be a big buck. And something that I looked at down there too this year,
2: that doe I shot was just heavy fat, right? I mean, really nice fat on that deer, you know. And and one of the guys that shot one of the bigger bucks down there, that buck didn't have any fat. He had, I mean, he you couldn't find any
1: fat on that deer because he was running. Oh yeah, he ran it off. Yeah, but but yeah, so that was a really interesting. It it made a you know, I made a mental note about that. I'm like, you know, Something especially for up in those areas that, you know, they're in the cedar swamps and stuff like that. Another thing, though, too, remember Mark,
2: what he planted? Those. Radishes? Yes. Yes. I'm telling you, those are, after after the frost, you know, and, and when you get to the snow, they dig them suckers up, man. And I mean, he grew some monsters, didn't he? They were, they were huge. Yeah. You know, you're like, you're like holding the size of a volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> they were, they were like, you know, like a, almost like a beet, but they were a radish. Really? And, and, uh, it was Ernie that was with me, I think. We went out to, uh, out to the farm out there, mm-hmm. you know, and how they put them, them plots in. Have you seen where, how they do that now? I haven't been to the farm. You know where we turkey hunted at the end of the road? Yeah. In that last little field? Yeah. That that was radishes. Oh, it was. Yeah. This year. And I, and I, and I you know, of course I had a test one, dug it up, you know, and ate part of it, you know. <laughs> it wasn't as sweet as I'd like, but, you know, I imagine now they are after the frost. Right. But I, I'm telling you, they... They did that on, on the other part, you know, where the snowmobile trail is, at hmm They did it out there, too. Really? Last year. Yeah. Was, so, there, was there corn out there this year, too? Oh, all, total,
1: everything, standing, yeah. Still? It, well, not now, I don't know. I haven't been there in, you know. Because I actually was, so the one day it was super windy, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I I hadn't been out there, so. It was
2: all, all the way from where you first get there?
1: Yeah. All the way to the back?
2: All the way to the back.
1: So that's some fun hunting. That's what you've been saying. I, you know, get out and do some corn stalking.
2: And there was a lot. That first section, at, Or John, you know, the first section, if you, you take mm-hmm. the curse and drive in to the first gate, Yeah. The that road was solid tracks across there. Yeah. You know. The, that's where the deer went from the other side, which there are none now. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Well, they migrated. They did, you know. I think what happened was they they cut the other corn early. They chopped it, and then they, you know, they fertilized it. They sprayed that liquid shit on it, you know. Yeah, the deer like, oh "Oh, no, not eating that, dude. You know, Mm -mm. no acorns over there either, you know. So they're just
1: they're going right, and they were on the other side. Believe me. Yeah, I wish I would have known that because I would have went out there then. Oh, that was all. It was all standing. That's a fun hunt to do, like, in the middle of the day. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, they they go out there and lay in them, in them rows. Con stocking. Just get with, <laughs> you, you got to have the right wind, I mean, depending on which way you're starting. Right. But just sneak your way through, and especially if you have a couple guys, you can kind of stagger yourself and just right. peek through, peek through, just don't shoot each other. Yeah, you got to <laughs>
0: watch this. <that shit. laughs> but yeah, well, I got to get you up there just even for... Like just for like a camp, like just because it's. Well, so when we, are you going? I'm leaving Thanksgiving, hmm. just for the just for the weekend. Just you and Stella? Uh, my dad is up there. My dad is going up on Saturday. My brother is going up there on Tuesday with my nephew, Dustin, and uh, I asked Frank and Chris if they wanted to go, but I don't know what Chris is. Work schedule is or whatever, but I mean, Frank's welcome to go. Mine's tight, you know. But if you want to come, come on. You can bring your bow. You can bring a gun. But the thing is, you know,
2: what's fun up there is when you go. We we would go up there. Remember in early season, Mm -hmm. you know, and the weather's decent, you know, and I mean,
0: it's just a fun fun time. It's a fun play. Like it's yeah, it's a real like what you said. How you never got like a deer camp. It's a real like. Yeah. Deer camp. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's legitimately like what I miss about, like, but that's what gets me excited is like, man, now if we put some trail cameras out there that we don't have to check that we can get, it it might give you a little bit better. It might, it might motivate me a little bit more to, right, to go up there. You'd be surprised what goes through there. Oh, I, I don't think I would be surprised. I just think that it would make me want to, make the drive. Yeah.
1: Like I've, I've, I've seen some pretty big deer up there, you know, over well, especially the years. if you do some minerals and stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause now and, instead of going down, I mean, yeah, Ohio's great. Going out of state's great, but you already got Michigan tags. You put a little, you know, especially now at Stella's, you know, you can go up there for a weekend in the summer, spring, you know,
0: only problem is the
1: ticks. Yeah, ticks, there's a lot of ticks. Ticks is there. bad. Ticks are bad. Especially you're getting over towards the Wisconsin side, and that's Lyme but, disease. But, too,
2: like I was saying about those radish patches, you know what I mean? You could do, you don't have to do a monster one,
0: you know what I mean? They produce quite a bit, you know? Well, and that's what we were talking about. There's a, We can talk about it off the podcast, but there's a few different spots where he said, you know, you, can, you could just do this, and then, like, we've got the big field we could put in, like... right. I said, if we just put in corn, cause he's like, if you put in some sort of screen so that you can get in there, but, but I'm like, well, what if we just did the whole thing corn and we just left the back section open? And then even if we harvested the corn, we could say, Hey, just leave a couple section, a couple rows here and a couple rows there so that, you know, we can still be screened and the deer still have something. Or put up, put in that screen. What is that shit that they done? Mycican- so, myth, myth- shit grows like that. kind
1: yes, invasive species grass or something. <laughs> no, it's they. It's not invasive because they did it on the back forty,
2: right? But you know that the the actually the south side, you know, because of the the way the pines are there, or little cedars or whatever them trees are, mm-hmm. that goes. You know, you you got pretty good cover there, but you don't have any cover if you know walking out the other way. Right. It, but and then you
0: have to still cross all of that. Yeah, that's there, what so. I'm saying.
1: But I mean you guys have 200 acres. 240. 240, 240 acres. And then the whole northern border is public. Public, public land. But when you, you said you can't really access that,
0: I mean it's miles. Well, yeah. I mean are there people that go in there? The, uh, like directly behind us? Maybe 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 off of the other property i mean on our on our our north on our northwest corner yeah there's a there's access right there but if you go to the other if you go to to the northeast corner it's a long ass ways.
1: right so what i'm saying is it's kind of like a sanctuary Mm -hmm. yeah like there's gonna be deer yeah and it's swamp and Oh, there's all kind of cedar swamp and stuff mm. in
2: there.
0: But yeah, so we'll we'll have to get you up there. I mean, even if we just go up there for a weekend in the summer to do some right. maintenance Tick-tickin'. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check yeah. for ticks. But, but yeah, so I'm gonna head up there after Thanksgiving and take her and be like a family thing because I haven't I haven't been up there in five years. I don't know. Last time we were up there, we I shot that buck. So oh. 2018, so four years. Yeah. You had three, three deer hanging members on the pole up there? Yeah, because that's when you got home and shot the, shot the...
1: Shot the one out there, yeah. Mm-hmm. You are going to shoot the spike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So,
0: but yeah, so it's kind of where we're standing right now. It's like my
1: first podcast in over a month, isn't it? I know. You, you've been I've been, on, I've been on two podcasts. and Well, I was on the last one when...
0: Yeah, it was before I I went. You know, Yeah. John's want. a busy guy, and he's always like, "Well, uh, I don't know who we we're talking to." So, <laughs> I'm, like, All I'm right,
1: always I'm always. Well, busy, I was gonna man. do it. What we you did one Thursday, or you did one? No, you did one last Sunday. I don't know. Well, you guys had the COVID scare. So <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. That was I'm, last week. That was yeah. last Sunday.
2: I was out doing leaves today, man. Or last Thursday, yeah. In the snow. Yeah. Plugged up my lawnmower <laughs> with snow. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. The shoot was, it, it actually does a pretty good job of the first first time I went around the yard, you know, because I blew all the leaves away <coughs> from the house. Yeah. And then I get it out there, and it's like, <coughs> it's like the bags in the back when I lifted it up. It's like you, you were making a snowman, you know what I mean? It was packed in there like uh, pretty cool stuff. Fucking Olaf's gonna come crawling on. Here. <laughs> Olaf hey. Olaf's got a lot of leaves <laughs> on him. <laughs> Went from roll
0: off to Olaf, Olaf driver. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's kinda all we got for the for the evening, fellas. So thanks for listening. We'll keep you updated and keep it rolling all right see you and later on